0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another edition of Sports Ish with Elisa Hernandez. It's just me this week, just my voice coming through your speakers. And before we get into today's show, I do have to give a shout out to Maurice Jones-Drew, MJD, for joining us last week on Sportsish episode 12. If you haven't streamed it, make sure you guys do. We talked NFL, USC, UCLA, as well as just the global expansion that the NFL is trying to do. And I say that because his episode came out perfectly with NFL kickoff. Obviously, week one is in the books and I'm in a very interesting time right now with work because I'm basically balancing two sports and multiple storylines at once. So as you guys know, I'm a field producer for Sports in L.A. covering the Dodgers. And I am also working on the NFL International U.S. Hispanic Marketing and NFL Mexico teams for NFL Network. And... Uh, during the off season, it's a little easier because obviously nothing going on, especially with COVID this year, there was really nothing going on. But now that things are getting back to normal and we've had a full week of games with full stadiums and full fans and, you know, crazy plays and all that stuff. It's now my brain's turn to kind of break off and keep track of storylines in two completely different leagues. You know, and I was just in Tampa last week, Tampa Bay, Florida, at Raymond James Stadium uh, watching the Bucks play the Cowboys. And I will say it was a better game than I thought it was going to be because I really thought the Cowboys were going to get blown out. But, you know, they held their own. (laughs) And so it it was a really, really good game. And Tampa Bay, shout out to y'all, but I could never live there. Oh, my gosh, it was so hot like you would just stand there and just like start dripping sweat my hair was tied up at all times because I got really long thick you know thick black hair and it was either in a braid or in a bun like (laughs) trying to straighten it was just no like girl problems right and it was great though you know we had an NFL kickoff experience down there and then obviously we went to the game and we did a whole shoot uh For a series called Kev Cooks, which will be out on the L Snap Instagram channel that I am taking lead on. So make sure you guys give them a follow at L Snap NFL. And, you know, I was there for four days, but I I really felt like I was there for four minutes. I mean, the week just flew bye Uh, i landed on tuesday i got there a little late had a production meeting next thing you know it's the next day we're getting ready for the shoot we're shooting all day we're shooting six weeks worth of content in one day i know for most of my production producer people they're just like what like that doesn't even sound right but that's that's what we did um so we were getting that ready and then I had to get our credentials. And then next thing you know, it's NFL kickoff experience. Then we had to go to NFL kickoff and have the game and then edit the piece that we're going to, you know, release on Friday. I mean, it's a never-ending train once the NFL season starts, you know. And I really feel like I didn't really have an offseason because obviously I'm covering the Dodgers. And that really makes the weeks fly by. 162 games. Now we're down to less than 20. And it's crazy to think that I'm finishing this homestand. And then we only have one homestand left in the regular season. Like, it's crazy to think that. But now I'm in this predicament where I'm following two storylines in two completely different leagues. So even though I am working for the Dodgers, I have to keep track of what's going on in the NFL. Is Saquon Barkley you know, healthy? Can Jamar Chase see the ball? You know, It's just like I have to think of all those things. Uh, while also keeping track of what's going on with the Dodgers. You know, Max Scherzer is six strikeouts away from reaching 3,000. And, you know, Clayton Kershaw had his bullpen session. He's going to be back, you know, starting. And, you know, you have to balance both of those things because you can't get caught slipping you can't get caught with the fact that you don't know what's going on in your respective sport that you're covering. And week one is in the books and it was really exciting to see. And one of my favorite things was that Cowboys-Bucks uh, game because I really thought the, the Cowboys were going to get blown out. Like I thought they had no shot and they really, they showed me something. I mean, they're still the Cowboys so they they, they did a little cowboyish ish mistakes. Uh, but they played a really good game and I remember going on um, your boy cues radio show for Raiders Nation and I specifically called that out and I said you know I'm never gonna bet against Brady you know I bet against him in the Super Bowl mostly because I just want I really just want to see Mahomes get another ring but and I thought it'd be fun kind of seeing the young guy uh take down Brady but you know Brady is he's Brady and honestly seeing him live now like seeing him in person it's it's effortlessly like I'm just like I don't I'd be so mad (laughs) if anyone did to me on Madden what he does in real life like I'd leave I'd leave the room I just be like I'm good I don't need to play this anymore ever the stadium was dope it was really big the cannons are awesome at the stadium if you guys ever been to uh, Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay definitely recommend you to stop by there because they take the whole pirate theme very seriously I mean it's very ingrained in every aspect of their stadium and every aspect of their pregame and, and, and basically any, anything they kind of show during the game is very, very pirate And I know it's like, well, they're the Bucks, like, duh. But it's like, I know that, but it's like, even when I went to like a Broncos game or, you know, Rams game or, or Raiders game, it's like, it just, I don't know. It was just, it was a whole different experience for me. So I'm really excited to kind of hopefully make my way to different stadiums this season. And I hope you guys follow along. Um, the shoot that we did out there was for lsnap instagram which i am leading so if you guys can follow that that'd be great if uh, you can follow them at lsnap nfl uh we're producing some great content there and really trying to get things off the ground and uh it was really interesting kind of taking lead on something like that this is this is brand new territory for me you know and so i had basically had no sleep um the last four days were a blur you know, one second, I'm in Tampa Bay NFL kickoff. You know, 72 hours later, I'm watching the Dodgers sweep the Padres and Max Scherzer get his 3,000 strikeout, potentially a no hitter, potentially a perfect game, potentially a complete game, all in a matter of like 72 hours. So, honestly, like the fact how quickly I've transitioned from one to another and then having to do both over the next week before the dogs go on the road it's just, it's just a lot so uh, really looking forward to getting a semi break from one of my sports as much as I love them from one of my sports and kind of just being able to focus on one complete storyline because um, even going into that game, I was like, okay, what do I need to know for this? Okay, Brady's, you know, in year year twenty two, his three hundredth career start. You know, how many touchdowns does him and Gronk have? Okay, what's going on with the Cowboys? Okay, Dak returning from, you know, just his injury, the big contract. Did he deserve it? Is he going to prove himself? I mean, it was just you had to keep track of all these things because you have to make storylines with videos and content and, and capturing the essence of what's going on, right? And so that's one of the biggest things that I really took pride in. Um, while I was out there is just kind of capturing those moments. One of the coolest things that happened to me when I was out there was I was in the lobby and, you know, I'm hanging out waiting for one of my bosses to come through so that we can discuss what we're going to do for kickoff and and then go to the game, actually. I actually go to NFL kickoff experience. That's what we're waiting for. So we're in the lobby and I noticed these Latino fans sitting at a table next to us. Now I'm ear hustling to see what they're talking about. And also just trying to see if they were speaking Spanish or English or both. Um, I have a keen sense of like locating like where the Latino fans are at. And um, I looked over. So finally I was like, should I go talk to them? I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, I'm just going to walk up to them. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. So I go up to them and I was like, hi, you know, you know, are you guys, are you guys going to the game? And they kind of looked at me and they're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, do you guys speak Spanish? And they were just like, yeah, we, you know, speak Spanish. And I was like, okay, great. So I started talking to them. I started talking to them in Spanish. And so I asked them, you know, like, what are you guys doing here? Like, are you guys Cowboys fans? And they're like, yeah, we're really big Cowboys fans. Like we came from Mexico. And I was like, hold on. I was like, you guys came from Mexico to Tampa Bay to come watch this game. And they were like, yeah, like we're Cowboys fans. Like we're like, we're, we're, we're down to see them wherever. And so I thought that was so cool of them. And so I was like, well, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm from NFL Network. I'm from a social media account called El Snap. And I would really love to feature you guys on our Instagram channel, which, like I said, I'm taking lead on. So can I put you guys on my story? And they looked at me. and They were like, El Snap? And I was like, yeah, I was like, El Snap, you know, which, again, follow us at lsnap nfl on instagram <laughs> plug uh, but they were like L oh, snap and i was like yeah and one of the guys gets his phone and he like scrolls and he was like this Snap and he shows us our my he shows me my, our tiktok account and I'm like, yeah, that's us. And he's like, oh, my gosh, like, I follow you guys. Like, I love the content you guys post. Like, you guys are so fun. And I was just like, oh. So I was like, yeah, that's us. That's me. And so he started laughing. And he was like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah, like, we'd love to. F-. So he follows us on Instagram. And uh, I had him do a little shout out, you know, take a listen. Vamos, cowboys. Super simple, super calm. But they were such good sports about it. What they don't know is that I'm actually going to pitch them To my bosses uh, to do a story on them basically uh, on the fact that they're willing to travel you know to a different country to see their team play (laughs) and uh, to just make that trip out of just their fandom for the Cowboys now the Cowboys and the Steelers actually have a really big fan base in Mexico uh, along with I believe with the 49ers and the Cardinals and I just thought it was so cool and I'm just like oh my gosh I hope to do a story on them and I hope that I get to talk to them later down the line um maybe even get them to a game at AT&T Stadium which is actually one of my favorite stadiums I don't know if you guys been to Jerry World but man that is a hell of a stadium uh no matter where you sit in that place it's, it's a good seat so um you just you just have to kind of look for stories everywhere you know because had I not talked to them they would have you know just left and went on their way and that would have been it you know but now it could potentially lead to a full story about international fans and how they're traveling now very well to see their team and there was a lot of cowboys fans at the bucks game i was actually surrounded by them and i wore blue to the game so <laughs> without even realizing that people are gonna think i'm a cowboys fan and y'all know i'm a broncos fan and when, uh we won we beat the giants uh, on sunday but anyways uh i was at the game people could ask me like oh, are you a cowboys fan because i wasn't straight, like. Navy blue, and I was just like, "Oh, it's like I am not. I'm at work," and they're like, "Oh, what do you work for?" And then you know, we we go down that rabbit hole. um But you know, you always have to kind of find those those storylines, and that that's that's kind of the theme that I'm going with for this podcast is finding an angle to everything. And like I said, covering baseball and football, you know, I have to make sure that I kind of keep my attention in all aspects of the game. You know, I have to know why they're tweeting that, oh, Jamar Chase caught the ball and he scored his you know, first touchdown and why that's funny. You know what I'm saying? Or I have to understand, you know, why Matthew Stafford having the game that he had uh, in his first game with the Rams was such a big deal. You know, just kind of little things like that. Like, I always have to be on top of it. I at least have to know a little bit of what you're talking about. I have to know a little bit about everything is basically uh, what I have to do. So... Um, going into this kind of double duty I guess you can say this past week has been very tiring I probably had a combined of like 10 hours of sleep actually that's a lie on Saturday I slept I slept till like I think I want to say like 12 o'clock in the afternoon and then I had to get up and go to Dodger Stadium because uh, the night before I didn't go to sleep at all and uh, went straight from editing a piece with our videographer John to the airport and then home so it was a it was a long long trip and kickoff but it was something that I will remember and and cherish and kind of keep grinding you know it's it's always a grind and I think the biggest thing for me that I caught myself feeling over the last couple days is I'll be honest with you guys I wasn't as happy as I thought I was gonna be you know and um, I didn't give myself to really time to kind of fester in that emotion. But like, I realized when I got back, like I was like, what did I get out of that for me? Like what? We did a great job. We did a great shoot. You know, the people that I worked with out in Tampa, they were they were amazing. And they made my job so much easier. And I really appreciate them for that. But when I got back, I was like, what that I did out there helped me in my career to go forward and what I want to do in what I find joy in and I couldn't think of nothing and that really hit me this week because there's a lot of changes going on in life right now and I feel like everyone is everyone that I respect and look up to has kind of found their path you know they've, they found their starting line and, and they're mid-race and like as successful as I have been networking and producing and having all these jobs and things like that, like I still don't feel like I've started my race yet. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. Cause I've been doing this for so long, you know, and, and I've been finding ways to give myself an outlet, like my amazing podcast sports ish, which I have been able to have amazing guests on and, and, really showcase what I love to do this podcast makes me happy I'm not gonna lie to y'all editing it doesn't make me happy but (laughs) everything else about it makes me very happy I love talking to my listeners I love the fact that people listen and have taken interest in the podcast and what I have to say and love the guests that I bring on and and all that you know but but you have to you have to have a voice for yourself and like I said you have to find those stories I found that amazing group of uh, people that went from Mexico to Tampa Bay to watch the Cowboys game, and now that could potentially turn into a series that I produce, potentially host, probably won't, but because uh, they'll they'll have them tell their own story. But just the fact that that's going to be mine, you know, from inception to fruition, and I think that that's gonna, that brings me joy, you know, because it's like I kind of get to control that in a way. Another thing is I started getting ideas of what I can do for myself and do stuff on camera and bring you guys good content that I know you guys are going to love as well. But again, it all comes from taking a look and not settling for what you got just because it's good, you know, or just because it's fulfilling a part of you. One thing you got to do with anything you do in life, you need to make sure that it fulfills all of you because... You sacrifice so much to do it. You sacrifice so much to stay in it. A lot of the athletes that I've talked to on this podcast, they've been really honest, you know? And one of my one of my favorite quotes that MJD said in last week's episode, episode 12, was... There's a, there's a coach of mine that used to say this all the time. He said, you compete to play, compete to stay. And that hit me some kind of way because I know as an athlete, metaphor, but it hit me because I was like, you're right. I've been competing this entire time to get the opportunity to do what I love to do. Right. But then once you get there, you have to compete to stay there because I've had my moments. You know, I was the host of DodgersNation.com. I was, you know, the host of the Lakers. I have my own podcast now. Like I, I have my outlets where I get to kind of showcase what I do. Right. But I'm also competing to stay in the light of, of those people in the eye view of those people that actually make the decisions to put people on TV. And so that hit me some kind of way. Another thing that Nate Burleson said to me in our podcast episode, which I definitely recommend you guys to check out was he said, so they was like, Yo, if you playing or even if you think about going back and playing Nate, we're not going to pay you. <laughs> I, was like, I, I was like, I ain't going nowhere. And if you're playing, we're not paying. And that was in reference to him still being in the league, but trying to get his reps with NFL Network and basically doing it for free because they're like, if you're playing in the league, we're not going to pay you because obviously the NFL NFL Network is owned by, by the league. So, and just thinking of that hustle of being like, look, I'm not even getting paid for this right now. I'm working myself tired to do this. Because I know it's going to pay off at some point. And those two things really hit me some kind of way. Because it's almost a a mixture of like you don't have time to waste. But you also have to be patient. And that's... If anyone... The people that know me, they know I am not patient. (laughs) They know I hate to wait. I hate it. I hate it so much. But that combination is so mind-boggling to me. Because... I have to be patient but then I also have to be competitive and and put my name out there and be vulnerable and talk to people and do all this but then I have to wait for any for something to come from it you know you plant those seeds and you're basically waiting for them to grow and I'm sitting there waiting for my my massive tree my massive oak to rise from the ground and it's it's just like a rose bush right now or something you know what I mean so um It's been a it's been a very interesting last couple weeks. You know, Dodgers is winding down. We're in our last 20 games of the season before we go into playoffs. That's a different beast as well. And by the time Dodgers is done, it's like week six, you know, and for us and what we do at NFL Network, Lion History Month is from week two. It's going to start next week all the way to about week four, week five. And um, that's a whole nother initiative that I have to take care of. And I have to be on top of on top of. Dodgers and talking to you guys on my podcast. And I want to make time and be great at all three of those things. You know, I want to make time and be great at everything that I do. It's just in my nature. I compete to play and I'm competing to stay because I'm trying to be in every facet of this industry, producing, editing, hosting, uh, interviewing. You know, I'm really trying to make my way It gets heavy sometimes, the sacrifices you make, the time you spend away from your family. And like I said, I I had to ask myself, like, are you happy with what just happened? And I was in a way, but I wasn't happy fully. Like I said, you have to you just have to be fulfilled all the way around. This week's episode is not going to be too long because one, I love you guys, but I am tired. (laughs) And I know uh, most hosts will probably say like, you're never supposed to let your audience know that. But like, I'm I'm honest on this podcast with you guys. The people that come on my podcast are really honest with you guys. And I have to be real that I am tired. I am recording this right now, hoping that the thoughts that I'm stringing together are making sense. (laughs) I'm gonna listen to this back in editing and I really hope that it's flowing the way that I think it is in my head. But um, I'm excited for the... NFL season. I'm excited because Super Bowl will be here in LA, SoFi Stadium. I'm excited to visit the new NFL building, my new NFL building, which was now in Inglewood. We moved from Culver City officially. I haven't been there yet because I was uh, when they had their grand opening. I was in Tampa. And this week I'm finishing off this homestand with the Dodgers. And the next week, I believe, is when I I will be finally going to the office. I can't wait to show it off. Like, it looks dope from everyone's Instagram and everyone's pictures. And uh, it, it really does. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that all plays out. And it felt so good to be back at Dodger Stadium and see Max Scherzer get his 3,000 strikeout. Him saying that he wants to see Kershaw get his 3,000 strikeout because that just means that he's trying to be here for a few more years in L.A., which hopefully means another title. And, uh, you know, basketball is going to come back soon. I mean, everything's just picking up right away. And we're heading into fall now. It's already it's already September, which is crazy to think. And the next thing you know, it's going to be October, November, December. Happy New Year. Then the Super Bowl. Uh, So I really can't wait because that will be here in LA and then the all-star game is also here in LA so LA's gonna be popping this summer uh (laughs) if you don't have your tickets make sure you get them and uh I'm just trying to I'm just trying to stay in the moment and not let the moment get too big for me sports-ish it's one of my favorite things that I do in the week it forces me to slow down I think that's why I like it so much it forces me to slow down and just look back at what I've done or, you know, share my stories with you guys. Sports is a beast. It is. But it's, it's so fun. It's so fun. And the reason that I want to be so honest with you guys, because as you guys know, before we close out any episode, uh, we share a favorite quote of mine. And this one comes from, of course, Kobe Bryant And he said, the most important thing is to try and inspire so that they can be great in whatever they want to do. There's that quote. And there's this one that says, winning takes precedence overall. There's no gray area, no almost. That one hit me specific. Now, the reason I have this podcast and and talk to people and, and do everything I can to help the next generation is because I want to inspire people that not to get discouraged the way that sometimes I've gotten discouraged and not to let pressure get to them the way that I sometimes let it get to me you know and that that's why I love that quote now the second quote really hits me because that's where my competitiveness comes from you know and that's when people say like Elisa you've won two Emmys Alisa, you've covered the Dodgers the Lakers you know you've been hosting you've been editing you've been producing like you've got to go to draft you got to go to kickoff you got to do this but for me it's like I haven't won what I want to win though yet you know what I'm saying like to put it in uh basketball terms I won a lot of playoff series but I've never won the championship being on camera for me and being a host and being a reporter that's winning the championship for me there's no almost either you did it or you didn't the threshold for error is very very small and I think that's why I'm so competitive in everything I do and that's why like I don't I don't really say like that I've made it even though I've I've done a lot of great things in my career thus far and looking back at some of the Stories that I've told you guys about the Sparks days, meeting Kevin Durant, Lisa Leslie, you know, my interviews uh, with Josh Butler, Renee Washington, which shout out to her because she got a job as a host uh, for the Washington football team. So I'm so proud of her because we were talking about that as well. We were just talking about how, you know, representation matters. So I'm hella happy that she's out there killing it. But I appreciate you guys listening to Sportsish every week. I appreciate you guys subscribing, liking, sharing on social media, tagging me. I really do truly appreciate all the love. Every Tuesday, you guys know where to find me right here on Sportsish. So make sure you guys follow me in the meantime on Instagram at Hernandez underscore LA. Make sure you follow L-Snap. Like I said, I'm taking lead of that at L-Snap NFL. And on Twitter, you guys can find me at E-Hernandez TV. Let's keep the conversation going during the week. I appreciate y'all as always. Thank you so much for uh, lending me your ears for the hour. we well, like 20, 30 minutes. Like I said, I'm tired. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Again, appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for supporting Sportsish thus far. We only have a couple more episodes left in this season uh, before I close it out, because baseball season is going to be a beast. Football season is going to be an even bigger beast. And so we only have a couple more episodes uh, before we wrap the season one of Sportsish and mark that in the books. So again, stay tuned every Tuesday. Appreciate y'all.